Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry and I'm a debut author. Today I want us to talk about setting and reaching our goals for our novels and how I got there. On July 2nd, 2018, I sat in front of my computer and created a writing goal for myself. I said to my own shock and disbelief that I would do my best to write my newest novel in two weeks. Like 14 days, are you serious? And between us, I doubted that it could happen, but I am a goal setter. And I said to myself, self, if you say so, I shall try. So I created this personal challenge. Then I went online and I found these websites that showed how these authors, these famous authors, were writing. Like Stephen King wrote a book in a week one time. And um, my favorite book, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, uh, Robert Louis Stevenson, he wrote it in three days. And the funny thing behind it is his wife burned the manuscript and then he had to rewrite it and he rewrote it again in three days. Like, I loved researching those sites to see how, like, different authors shared, you know, the durations. So, I said, well, I psyched myself up. If two weeks then is a long time, so just let me see what I can do. And I did it. I wrote, okay, here's my title. So far, it's a working title because I know they're going to change it. But my working title is The Exorcism of Ariana Hartwell in 10 Days. One thing I have found throughout my writing adventures is that I love to hear how authors were inspired or craft their work, uh, how they received their successes, uh, many through tremendous rejection or failures. So I just kind of want to do an author talk today and share with you my own account because my memory can fade. Like, honestly, if you asked me what I wore yesterday, I'd have a difficult time telling you. But I could tell you the whole query process and what I went through. (laughs) I mean, so I've got it documented. It's like I'm journaling this life out. So here's my diary in our podcast format. Um, My testimony, if you will. So I thought that it would be very fitting if I finished my first attempt at a YA horror on July 13th in honor, of course, of Friday the 13th and Jason and that whole horror series I loved as a youth. It would be a date that I could celebrate and actually remember that I completed a goal. Because if you completed a goal on July 9th, you might not really hold that date years later. But oh, what a story I could tell if I could finish it with a Friday the 13th horror book. And if you didn't know, horror is my thing. I mean, that's all I care to watch um, movie-wise, TV. Uh, even when I was a child, when I would venture to the downtown VHS store, Lord, I forgot the name of those two places. One was at H&H, and I could not remember the name of the one downstate, downtown. I got to ask my best friend, because she used to work there. Um... But I would grab every new release off the shelf, and even the ones with the tape covers that would show, like, bloody arms sticking out of a microwave. Like, I read every Stephen King and Dean Koontz book I could get my hands on. I would even pick up those cheesy horror books from the grocery store shelf. And there was this one time I read this book, and it was about this girl. She had got kidnapped in a white van, and they took her off, and there were these um, 
German shepherds that could only respond to German commands, and she controlled them and, and attacked uh, the antagonist. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember the name of that book either, but I'm still afraid of White Vans to this day, people, because of that one grocery store novel. See, here's my memory again. This is why, you know, journaling's important. Halloween's my favorite holiday, and every year I set up this little small haunted house in my front yard, scared of neighbors. And with all of my love of horror, I never thought I would actually write in the horror genre because I have been living in romance and contemporary Southern fiction and uh, YA fiction for, you know, just the romance world for the past 10 years or more. Gosh, it's been more than 10 years. I've done parenting devotionals, homeschooling books. And I know my goals are pretty much set in the YA and middle grades arena for the future. Uh, But I never thought that my writing would take the path that it has. You know, I love how God surprises me. And none of my books have had a hint of horror. So attempting this genre without having read much horror fiction since my teen and early 20s uh, was really a stretch for me, to be honest. The Right was the last book I read over Christmas break uh, that would fit in this genre. But on July 2nd, 2018, I started it. And I will tell you, I was intimidated. My 15-year-old son said to me on that day, I don't think people can really pull off writing scary. Where's the jump scare opportunity? And his words bounced around in my head for a while, and I would find myself questioning, could this be scary? Did that scene I just write unnerve anyone in the future? Would it would it really captivate anybody's imagination? Like, could I mentally and psychologically scare someone? Could I describe it in so much in every day that it pulls someone in that it feels that it could actually be someone that they knew themselves or their family? And so that then became my focus. I shifted from the scary to the authentic. And I let the storytelling just evolve and progress because it needs to be told. Y'all, you just do not know. You can ask my people. I know my family got so sick of me for these past two weeks. I would just talk about it all the time. Almost every single night last week, I woke up from dreams of the book. Like, I would wake up and they would still be taught their voices in my head. So I'd rush to my computer early in the morning. I would write down the dreams on paper. And I just let my characters be who they wanted to be. And I became so surprised during the week at what I would discover about what was going to happen next. Completely off the, the plan that I showed Daisy. Like all my little chapter outline plans. Oh no, that didn't. That did not pan out for me. It just, I mean, maybe it was good to have that skeleton and look at it, but y'all, seriously, that stuff, it took off and it went in all kinds of crazy loops and turns and twists that I just loved. And something else I loved is that in this world I created, there's a couple snapshots about my personal life that became part of this novel. Very special moments. And I reread a chapter on Wednesday of this week because I was required to go to a work meeting. Y'all, that took up my whole morning. And while I was in that work meeting, I was split-brained because I was really trying to be focused and involved and contribute 
uh, to the team of uh, collaboration that we have set forth in that group. But my mind was racing with all these conclusions of, okay, I'm near the end. I'm almost finished. I probably have about three chapters left or more, but probably three. So when I got home, I had to reread. And I just felt this overwhelming sense of love for the work on Wednesday. Like, this was actually better than my wildest dreams for it. And it meant more than me than I even would have imagined when I started the book off. Just because I didn't realize that it would have these added elements to it. That just made it special. So I knew on Wednesday that the ending was so close that I stayed up until after 12 o'clock because I needed to make up for lost time from that work meeting. Y'all, I typed until, like, I honestly, I could not see straight anymore. But then I woke up at 6.30 on Thursday, so ready for that final word. And it wasn't because I was sick of the thing or that I just wanted to meet that goal because I was ahead of time. I wanted to finish it on Friday the 13th. But I couldn't help myself. Like, I was so nervous and excited. And I was, like, anticipating what in the world is this character going to do? What is it going to do? What is it going to be like? And I had to write it because my heart wasn't going to be able to take it much longer. I'm going to be honest. And I spent two hours on the final chapter. I would start to pray. I would catch my thoughts from just exploding. I would read the Bible verse. Then I'd go back. And then I'd read another Bible verse. And then I'd start back again. And I cut off all social media as best I could. Just going back to the Bible verse app. And here's what the verse was, which is completely fitting. And one day when it's published, this verse is going to go at the beginning. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. First Peter 3.12. I was like, look at you, God. You just like put a stamp on it. So that's my acknowledgments. In the future, I'm already claiming it, people. You claim your success. You know, it was stressful, exhilarating, and challenging, but I'm going to tell you all, at exactly 8.30 a.m. on July 12th, I typed the final period of my novel. Thank you, Jesus. I reread the final chapter and epilogue straight away, and I was thrilled that it was accomplished. And I also knew it was a series just beginning at the same time, so just this hopeful energy just burst forth. Like, if I would have had that book in my hands, I would have hugged it. The novel was complete, but the work ahead started to speak to me. The editing, the revising, I spent the rest of the day doing just that. And I'm telling you that because I finished that at 8.30, it was valuable to have that day stretched out before me because I could read it from beginning to end over and over. And with it only being a 58,000 word count manuscript, it was easy to get through it multiple times. Because I'm an extremely fast reader, and I mean, I can push push through a book into two hours, four hours max if I'm uh, distracted. But that ability to read at a rapid pace like that helped me to get through the book in one setting, which I found to be way more valuable than how I was doing my other editing process, where I would just read chapters, chapters here or there when I carved out time, picking places uh, to review again. Because here's why it was valuable that I did the straight through. And one time, I saw gaps. I actually saw mistakes in timing. I saw places where I could drop little nuggets for the series to come that I wasn't even thinking it was a series when I was in that moment. Um, 
I saw a way to describe my characters in greater detail, and that was something I didn't do at the beginning. I didn't really talk about their descriptions, their physical appearances. I made ways to do that when I went back through. Um, and honestly, I don't know if I would have caught everything like that if I would have taken a few days off. Reading it cover to cover and then going back through it, it just worked for me. And I also think I was on this, like, emotional high, too. Like, my mental state was completely energized and connected with the book. And I couldn't walk away and celebrate it yet because I wanted to actually read it again. Like, I loved it that much. And I wanted to be the greatest champion for it. You know, to make it work in those places that were lacking. And I filled it in with care, and I fell head over heels in love with the horror, the thrill, and the realness of it. And I just love it. And one day when you read it, I hope you're going to fall in love with it too. I would like for us to pray together a Bible verse found in 2 Corinthians 4.15. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this joyous work that you give us to do. Let it be so that other people will be able to come to your saving grace of knowledge that Jesus is the truth. He is the way. God, please let this word reach as many people, God, as it could benefit. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. So write something inspiring today and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day.